Good morning, brothers and sisters in Christ. Welcome to another episode of the Innocence Redeemed podcast. I'm your host, Ray Bergman. Got a jam-packed show for you guys today, and the name of today's show is going to be called Deceptions, Dreams, Interpretations, Predictive Programming, and Wisdom. Today I'm having my brother Ian on, and um, when I recorded this segment with Ian earlier, um, I'm going to apologize ahead of time because he was on his mobile phone, and he didn't have quite a strong signal in a few places, so the quality is a little iffy at the beginning, but it clears up toward the end. Hi, Ian. Welcome to the show. Hey, how's it going? It's going good. Ian, so you've been uh, sharing some photos and dreams with me now for a number of months, and I wanted to have you on to ask about that and see um, how we could interpret those and tie some verses to it. Because um, as you know, we're living in the end times, and I feel that would demonstrate where things are. Yeah, um, I would say that more and more as I'm time is going by, I seem to find myself just um, I've been noticing a lot more in the skies. Um, and it's not like it'll just be I'm driving home, you know, looking out the window and you know, maybe it'll be a beautiful sunset, but it's like, you know, I'm like looking at other things, clouds, uh, patterns, obviously, where, uh, you know, what's going on with, you know, the, the whole weather modification nonsense, everything that's out there. Oh, all, um, all while you're driving. That's, that That's safe. Uh, well, you know, I mean, I'm keeping an eye on the road. <laughs> <laughs> so you've taken a... No, but it could, be, it could be something as simple as like taking the trash out. Uh, right. You know... Or, 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 you know, sometimes on my day off, uh, I like to go out and I'm, if I'm doing yard work, you know, and I'll, you know, I'll sit in the lawn chair and I'll be taking a break. I'll be petting the dog and I'll just be kind of like thinking and I'll be looking up at the sky and I'll be like, well, that looks weird. You know, um, there's things that I've maybe haven't taken note of before. And so the listeners know uh, my brother Ian's in Florida. Uh, so he sees they have the clouds all the time around there. I mean, I used to live there and I can tell you that, you know, in the summer, especially you see clouds all the time. But the things that he's been showing me were things that when I lived there up until 2006, I never saw. Yeah. Uh, one thing that's really made me so curious and and look, I've been noticing it, look, you, my whole entire life. And I'm sure you've known what, what I'm talking about when I mentioned these things in the sky. It's not the planes that create the chemtrails. I mean, those have always been around, right? Right. But there's these little jets that are up there and they do have the vapor that dissipates behind the plane. And I've always noticed those my whole life, except now I'm seeing tons of them. I mean, I'm talking every day, multiple times throughout the day, I can look up in the sky and find them. They're like, it's like, it's like either they're observing something, maybe they're uh, spraying at a higher level. I mean, who, who knows, right? But I've noticed more and more and more of them. Uh, it's a little cloudy right now. I can't see any, but um, on, a, on a day with a clear blue sky, guarantee you go outside, you look up, you can see at least one or two at any time in, in the day. It's, it's incredible. Well, and you notice, too, that right when you see them, you'll see them crisscrossing, and that's not normal flight patterns. No. I mean, now, um, now you... I mean, I sent you a picture. 
Yeah, no, I mean, you live in the Tampa Bay area, so you got flights coming in from all over, you know, from the east, from the south, from the west, and there's the airport that's right there centrally located. Now, when I see them, it's like it's back and forth all day, like in different directions, diagonally crisscrossing. And these things, it's like they leave lingering trails. Contrails, if you've ever watched a plane, for most people, they don't really look up and pay attention to these things. But when you notice the way a contrail works, it dissipates. It doesn't linger for hours. It doesn't spread out and become like a haze. And that's what people yep. need to understand, you know, and it's it's come out that they are geoengineering things. Yeah, the uh, and the contrails, you know, the most people that you talk to about these, um, they're like, oh, it's just vapor, it's nothing, you know, they think nothing of it. And it's like, well, if you do more research into these, I mean, it's you're you're, you're talking heavy metal content, uh, specifically aluminum and barium. Uh, ironically enough, on a little side note, I did note uh, notice that uh, BA is on the periodic table, uh, the abbreviation for barium, and aluminum is AL, so BAAL, which is bottle. I never, I never supposed to be one of the leaders of the underworld. Wow, I never looked into it that deeply. Yeah. Um, so anyway, the properties of these um i mean not only are they supposedly dissipating into the atmosphere but coming down and it's like who knows falling on the plants falling into the water uh into the oxygen you know we're breathing it in but being metal and having metal properties supposedly there's uh a reflective properties uh, to them as well and um this could be used to hide something that's possibly in the skies. I mean, there could be a lot more in the skies that we're just not seeing because of the properties that are part of this, these, these chemtrails. I've wondered um, about, I've wondered about that too. And you notice every time that they spray, you notice every time that they spray, it, it happens to rain two or three days afterwards. I don't know if you, yeah, I mean, I, I, I feel like it used to happen that way, except now we're in such a drought. It's like, I don't know what's going on. But the weather is, you, you, you know, who knows anymore with everything we've heard on, you know, uh, DARPA and the whole weather modification agenda. Well, strange, you guys have had tornadoes and a few tornadoes now in that area. And when I lived there, tornadoes were unheard of. I mean, you'd occasionally have like a water spout or a funnel over the water. But I mean, you have tornadoes that are like long tracking, moving like a, a distance of 20 miles in like January and March. That's just strange. No, right. That was usually something reserved for uh, Tornado Alley in uh, what in the summer. So I want you to explain uh, some of these photos because, you know, we read in the word that in the last days there's going to be um, strange signs in the heavens. And I wanted you to expand on some of these because I'm going to put some of these I have not shared yet. I've only shared the one set that you took uh, coming across the causeway the one night. And that was the one where uh, I saw the eyes in it. And I'm going to, and the listeners, I'm actually going to relink to that when I reap, or I'll actually, I'll go ahead and repost it, actually. I think that'll be a better thing to do. But I have a few other ones, and I have not shared those yet, not by text or anything. And I have not shared the recent ones you have sent me. So explain what you saw in the first one, because I saw eyes. I don't know what you saw. And then I sent it to somebody else. They said they might have seen a skull. They weren't sure. 
What was interesting about when you the timing of when you sent those is that I had gotten in my spirit one morning that the white horse was riding, and I it, the eye did not look like something good. I mean, it almost looked like it was demonic in nature. Yeah, absolutely. Um, what's wild about the whole thing is I didn't even really see the eyes and the skull kind of figure until I went back and looked at the photo that I took. Uh, what I noticed at first was the, the, the clouds didn't look right. It was like there was a normal cloud formation, but then it was like I have never I had never seen because um, I feel like with the with the the way the weather has been and the and the and the, and the, the cloud formations, um, the the patterns were new to me. So I was just looking up and I was like, that doesn't look right. And so I just stared at it a little longer and I'm like, okay, I got I got to take some pictures here, and I almost felt like it was. Um, one sort of pattern clashing with another sort of pattern. And again, that in and of itself could mean something, you know, um, even spiritually. It, it can mean something spiritually in the sense that it's where things are and those not paying attention. I mean, you've had some dreams, Ian. Um, it, it seemed like where folks weren't listening. And what's ironic about that is I've had similar dreams on that. Like everything was turned upside down and no matter what I did, I couldn't get anyone's attention. Yeah. Uh, one dream in particular that, and this was, this was pretty recent. This was uh, probably about a month ago. I remember I was driving and um, it was, it was something red in the sky. It was like a red, it was like a second sun, but it wasn't the sun because the sun was on the other side of the sky and it was kind of setting already, but it was near the sun. And I remember I could get a, a better view of it if I if I looked out the sunroof. Like that's almost like I had to look higher, like higher than I had ever looked before to notice. So I, I had to, to to open the sunroof and stand up in the car to see this. Um, and it was, I mean, it was just clear as day. It was a bright red figure in the sky, and. I was looking left and right just to see if anybody else around me was noticing this because I mean, it, it, it obviously would be concerning, right? Uh, nobody seemed to notice. And I'm like, what, how is it that I can see this clear as day, but no one else is. So it's like, that's a message to me that, you know, even though these things might be there and all the signs might be there that people are just not paying attention. And it wasn't just that they weren't paying attention. There was also the uh, sense that, what was the other one you had? Um, you were untying boats or something, you told me? Yeah, it was all, it's, uh, it, it's starting to come back to me now. Yeah, it's almost like uh, because they're led, they're not led, they're not led properly. So obviously having no direction in life, a.k.a. Uh, the Holy Spirit, or, you know, uh, just in general, uh, living, walking with God or, you know, through Jesus Christ, there's no way that you're going to be going the right way. You're going to be going this way, that way, all over. Um, there's no moral compass. Yeah. Uh, it, what we see happening is it's like the vaccine. People are clamoring for a sense of normalcy and um, they seem to think that somehow or another, everything's going to be all right when it, 
we know that the new this new normal that I keep talking about. I mean, what do people think the new normal is? It's a great reset. They want right. control uh, over everybody, and, and it's, that's they've already been setting it up really for a number of years now. Yeah, um, I think that people are so starved for the normalcy that they once had that they would be willing to do nearly anything to get it back. When in fact, this has been such a profound moment for uh, people in their spiritual walk, because what it does is it basically, um, it helps them realize that it's, it's not the things of this world that, that matter. It's it, 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 we, we need to learn through this to let those things go. You know, it's, it, they are not of importance anymore. You know, I have, um, I have four young kids and it's part of my duty as their dad to, um, to teach them to separate themselves from these, you know, these, all these things that they uh, become enamored with these toys and, you know, certain, certain things they want to do. And it's like, this is what you do as a young kid. You, 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 you want to collect toys. You want to have things you want to, it's all, it's all what this world has to offer you to make it fun and exciting. And once you get wise to it, you realize that you have to separate yourself from those things. And so I have to teach them, Hey, what no longer serves you, uh, you, you have to leave it behind. And this is what we do when we're getting rid of toys. Store up, <laughs> store up, not your treasures here on earth where they are prone to decay. Precisely, precisely. And, and, you know, um, I'm not saying, you know, sell your house and go live on the street or get rid of your things, uh, you know, or, 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 you know, don't work hard to make a nice living for yourself or your family. I'm not saying any of that. It's just don't let it be the source of your fulfillment. You don't want to be obsessed. You have to have spiritual fulfillment. Yeah, you don't want to be obsessed with it where you're literally clinging to it. For, this, for the sake of normalcy, because, I mean, hanging on to your life, you know, you're loving your life so much that you're willing to cling on to anything, any ounce of normalcy, to hang on to that, thinking that somehow things are going to be okay. I mean, I see it politically. You know, there's still people running around, oh, Trump is president. He's coming back. Oh, did you know he's still president? I'm like, stop with the idolatry. Yeah. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Yeah, yeah, they're uh, because what it is is they think that only this man can save them. This is the only thing that 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 uh, that stands between this th their their way of life and an absolute destruction. And it's like, well, they're they're on the right track. It's just it's not with a man. It's not with Trump. You know, you, me, and several others voted for Trump. I mean, we vote for who we believe morally is going to do the right thing and he wasn't supposed to be part of the establishment but the thing is is when you're clamoring for that that's the danger because you're idolizing him right yeah exactly there was a bible verse i did want to share that was uh, related to you know loving the things of this world and just taking too much putting too much uh, merit in it it's second timothy chapter three verses one through five and it's related to this time these end times that we're in and people need to really take this to heart this shakes me to my core when when i think about this it goes but mark this there will be terrible times in the last days 
people will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boastful, proud, abusive, disobedient to their parents, ungrateful, unholy, without love, unforgiving, slanderous, without discipline or self-control, brutal, not lovers of the good, treacherous, rash, conceited, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God, having a form of godliness but denying its power, have nothing to do with these people. So, I mean, to me, it's like wherever you go nowadays, whether it's, you know, workplace or, you know, just hanging out with your friends or what, I mean, it's like, do you not see these these patterns with people. I mean, I feel like this is this is everywhere, absolutely everywhere in everyone. Even Acts two, if you look at fifteen through nineteen, it says, "For these are." And I'm reading the New King James Version. It's Acts two fifteen through nineteen. For these are not drunk, as you suppose, since it is only the third hour of the day. But this is what was spoken by the prophet Joel. And it shall come to pass in the last day, says God, that I will pour out my spirit on all flesh. Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your young men shall see visions, your old men shall dream dreams. And on my men servants and on my maid servants, I will pour out my spirit in those days, and they shall prophesy. I will show wonders in the heaven above, and signs in the earth beneath, blood and fire and vapor of smoke. You see a lot of that happening now with, uh, you know, volcanoes and everything else. You know, just saying, yeah, putting, it, putting, it into per- putting it into perspective, and then the strength this show the wonders in the heaven you know you've been showing these photos and then i've separately taken a few different photos like i said and i haven't shared those yet but i'm going to when i post this podcast up yep so do you want me to discuss the photos that i took last night yeah because i want you to well yeah we already talked about the one earlier and then there's been a few others now ian you took oh a yeah photo- pertaining pertaining to the ones that we were talking about earlier there was one that you took a few weeks ago and it it showed what looked like something a figure holding a sword almost the way it looked to me i don't know how you and you saw it yeah the uh, i'm looking at that picture right now and the one that's on the top left there's three figures and kind of going left to right like down in a diagonal pattern but uh the one maybe on the top left i could see as being an angel um but the one in the middle, I really don't get, and this is my own spiritual discernment looking at this picture. I don't get a good feeling uh, from looking at that one. Um, I see, it, I see legs, and I don't really know what to make of the head, whether that's a long horn or whatever. But it's almost like there's a tail behind this figure, and it's almost like the tail has fire at the end of it, which you know, I mean, that's open to interpretation, but I've most people would just assume something with uh, fire at the end of its tail is probably demonic. And then also the figure on the bottom right of that photo, if you zoom in close enough, I mean, I see it's almost like a pig face. That's what I see is pig face where there's like two faint eyes and almost like a snout. And it, it almost is, a, is akin to um, like a, like Yoda like a like a Yoda's <laughs> like, face or a Yoda's head, and not the like cute the same shape, and not the cute baby Yoda that everybody knows about and likes to joke about. No, but just to kind <laughs> of just while you know, if anyone sees these pictures, but just kind of an idea of how to um, y- you know see what I'm seeing. So, and you mentioned a tail, and you know what's interesting about this when we look at Revelation 12. And another sign appeared in heaven. Behold, a great fiery red dragon having seven heads, ten horns, and seven diadems on on his head. His tail drew a third of the stars in heaven and threw them to the earth. And the dragon 
stood before the woman who was ready to give birth to devour her child as soon as it was born. You know, we see in Revelation 12 the battle that uh, happens. It says on verse 7, and this is, you know, according to Satan being thrown out of heaven, and war broke out in heaven. Michael and his angels fought with the dragon, and the dragon and his angels fought, but they did not prevail, nor was a place found for them in heaven any longer. So the dragon was cast out, that serpent of old called the devil and Satan, who deceives the whole world. He was cast to the earth, and his angels were cast out with him. Yep. Um, I have a kind of a, a, a little something that, that I that I had some thoughts on that, and I feel like that's this could sort of be related to... Oh, we're, we're being... Uh, I noticed as we're what, talking about this, and I go through this with my brother Tom, I... I Every time we're talking about something that pertains to this, we get messed with digitally, it seems. Oh, really? Uh-huh. And it just happened. Just that. Oh, yeah. I can't imagine that either. Anyway, good. Continue. I hope it's going to hold up. So as far as um, the dragon's tail, I, it, it, if you get into Revelation 8, verse 10, it talks about the star of bitterness, the, you know, the Wormwood prophecy, um, like you just said. And, and if they are hiding something, you know, with these chemtrails with their reflective properties that's in the sky, you know, again, pertaining to my dream where I saw a bright star in the sky. Um, there is a school of thought out there that does discuss uh, heavenly bodies that are in the skies that are about to whip around the sun and they would have either moons or asteroids with them. There's a lot of theories that, you know, the asteroid belt was created because it used to be a planet and it was slammed into by something. So we could be that next asteroid belt, you know, turned into dust. So the dragon's tail that you speak of could be its moons or its stars that are circling, that are getting ready to whip around the sun. And we're going to pass through its tail as it's circling back around to go back out into space. That's a really good analysis. And, you know, the other day I was just kind of sitting out on the patio and I was, you know, thinking about things and doing some reflection. Because, you know, I've been thinking about these for a matter of weeks now because this has been one show I've been wanting to do uh, for quite a while. And, you know, I was asking, you know, Lord, what's going on, you know, with these things in the sky? Because I, I, I don't know if I showed you um, the photos I took. But um, it, I got up one morning and I was getting coffee ready and I let the dog out to go to the bathroom and I noticed these weird shaped clouds in early in the morning and there was no rain in this area. It has not rained here in months. Yeah. And, and I heard in my spirit what I felt was the word Nephilim. Now, you know, for those unfamiliar, when you look at Genesis 6, you know, now it came to pass when man began to multiply on the face of the earth and daughters were born to them that the sons of God saw daughters of men and that they were beautiful and they took wives for themselves of all whom they chose. And the Lord said, my spirit shall not strive with man forever, for he is indeed flesh, yet his days shall be 120 years. There were giants on the earth in those days. And also afterward, when the sons of God came into the daughters of men and they bore children to them, those were the mighty men who were of old, men of renown. Then the Lord saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth and that every intent of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. And the Lord was sorry he had made man on the earth and he was grieved in his heart. So the Lord said, I will destroy man whom I have created from the face of the earth, both man and beast, creeping thing and birds of the air, for I am sorry that I have made them. But Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. And, you know, that's when Noah went to go build the ark because everything was going to be destroyed. 
because of the sin that was rampant even back then. And, you know, as it was in the beginning, so it'll be in the end because it's biblical. The words tells us that. Yep, absolutely. Um, the, the spirit of the Nephilim is very much alive and well in this world. Um, like I just got, we were talking about second Timothy. That's, that's related to what we see now in, in mankind. It's the lust of this world. It's the, the lust in men's hearts. Well, women's hearts too. The lust, I, the lust, not just general, the lust of the flesh, uh, but the lust of the things of the world. You know, it's not, it doesn't mean it's, it doesn't, it doesn't have to be sexual in nature. It's a spiritual, you know, lust. It's a, it's, it's coveting. It's wanting. It's found wanting. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, whatever you want to call them, whether it's, you know, a lot of people have different names for the Nephilim, you know, so it's like Elohim or the Watchers, um, Archons, some don't know, some of it's Archons. These entities, they drain our spirit it's like they eat the fear like it's like it's prime rib or something. Um, you know, th this is what this whole COVID thing and all the, the whole, all the tensions in the country and over the, around the world, the last year, year and a half, um, this has created this atmosphere for them to, you know, manifest themselves through us because without us, they don't have any power. We have dominion over this world. We have been given dominion over this world. They need us. They need our power that God has given us in order to, you know, uh, enact out the, the their their agenda. Well, that's why they try to trip us up into sin because it's that's how you get people to fall. And you know, that's why it's important to understand these things and come to repentance. You don't want to be giving you know Satan any more power than you know what he has already what he thinks he has he's not gonna it's not you know we lo know long term that god wins so but he, yes. having people realize where things are and having them understand these things what to, what's you know the signs but if they're not paying attention you know in your dreams like you've had where you said that you were trying to show people and they wouldn't look and then i had one where there was an upside down city and i had posted that up on my site um a while ago and the Lord gave me revelation. He said it's because they love the things of the earth so much as a form of idolship. That is their idol. So therefore they can't see. They've been blinded. Yeah. Another thing on that, you know, thing, and it's something that kind of speaks to my spirit, you know, when you tell me about an upside down city, it's that, you know, things in this world are very inverted. You know, if you look at these, you know, these halftime shows at the Super Bowl that all these, you know, the... Uh, the satanic Hollywood agenda has planned for everyone, you know, when the whole world is watching, you know, they have the inverted cross and, you know, the, all these, uh, you know, yeah, celebrities, I don't even want to say their names. Um, you know, they'll be like upside down on a cross. Everything is, is backwards for them. And if you think about it, everything seems to be inverted, you know, I mean, I do know that even our eyes are inverted through like what we see the lens in our eyes flips things upside down been that way for, been that way for years the last the last normal super bowl show was actually tom petty when he was in phoenix years ago after that it's like right. we, there was i mean there were things going on before that but not on the level they've been since at least 2010 2011 it's just gotten worse and worse and there's been symbology you know throughout every single halftime show yeah they have to put these occult meanings in and by by watching they are participating so it's uh it's basically an occult ritual and you know while they 
they dress up as uh, these ancient deities, uh, you know, Ishtar and, and Ra, Marduk and all, you know, the, the Babylonian gods and, and all these pagan gods. I mean, this is easy to see. All you have to do is, is dig into this a little bit and it's all there. All idols. Yes. But you don't see anybody glorifying God, you know, you, you know, the only, the only thing that they'll put on TV pertaining to, to glorifying God is this stuff like, Oh, it's like Joel Osteen, get rich quick, you know? And it's like these, like, you'll see these pastors going around, shuffling around a bunch of money that was given to the church. Bless your heart. Bless your heart, child. Leave your, leave your money at the door. Have a blessed day. Yes. They was talking this yes. twangy southern accent that you know is just so fake. It's not even funny. Yep. Yeah. I, I, there's a few of them out there that do that, or they but they don't want to. They don't want to preach. They only want to preach the prosperity and the good things. They don't want to talk about, uh, you know, the prophecies. They don't want to relate it as to what we're seeing now. And you know, I've heard several stories. I, I see them on the web all the time. I see them in comments. And you know, either if someone's not being dismissive of the word. I'm seeing them saying, well, we just need to all get along. And it's like, get along to what degree that you're willing to embrace an evil agenda, that you're willing to embrace the new world order, that you're willing to embrace the great reset. You know, I saw, I saw an article yesterday and I added this to where my last podcast was. Barack Obama came out and said that when we reveal the, when aliens, he actually didn't say when we reveal, he said, when the aliens are revealed, and that's another thing, you know, I talked about this recently, how they're pushing this disclosure bit quite a, you know, they're pushing it really heavy. So you know that they've been conditioning everybody to get ready for this. And uh, he said, when when these aliens are revealed, people are going to know that there's different religions or there's a new religion. That were That's what his words was. And this was on an, a site called Israeli365, I believe. And the link is up on my blog for anybody who wants to check that out. But when they say these things, they're not just talking tongue in cheek. They're quite serious about what they're saying. And most people look at it and they, you know, they shrug and they go, oh, well, well, you know, it doesn't affect me. No, well, eventually it will affect you when they take everything away and shut everything down to reset everything. Absolutely. So you better know what side you're on. That's for sure. Yeah. Another thing pertaining to the, uh, the alien agenda. I mean, I, for one, absolutely 100% believe, yeah, the, the, these aliens, if that's what you want to call them, you know, it's like that's what everyone else is calling them. They say you know what four out of five people believes in aliens they're like oh they pull the whole oh it is impossible that the universe is this vast and this big that there's not something living out there and it's like how do you know how do you know have you like uh, you've seen some you know some things in the sky and so you assume it's an alien ship it's like those are the that's it, that's the spirit of of the nephilim those are you know the they're manifesting themselves through our uh, our wavelengths through our frequency did you happen to catch the most recent show um on the hagman report with steve quayle no well you ought to go listen to that because he shared an article where they're going to be running this exhibit this is an entertainment company that's going to be running this exhibit where they're going to have 120 giants appear in the sky holographically. Oh, well, there you go. And you can go into a booth, apparently, and you can become one with the giants, or you can become one, or you can communicate with them. This is the kind of propaganda that's being pushed. Yeah. And it's it's just flying under the radar. Yeah, it, again, inverted. Everything's a dis- Yeah, everything's a distraction. It's like, well, 
uh, so much hope in the election. Oh, well, if we could just get Trump in there, it'll all, we'll all go sit by the campfire and sing Kumbaya. No, it won't work that way. What makes you think that if they were able to pull off that these evil powers that be, what makes people think that even if he were to take office or retake the office, what makes them think that somehow these things are just going to stop and that everything is going to go back to the way it was? And even the way it was, I'm sorry to say, there was too much sin. There's too many things that are unrecognized. And these things are happening as a means to get people's attention. Yeah, I mean, you know, uh, it's it's actually very likely that uh, Trump is part of the plan. You know, I've always said, uh, everyone says like, oh, you're on the left or you're on the right, right? Well, left, right, left, right. You're just pacing and back and forth. You're pacing to the same goal. You're going to the same, you're, they're all going the same direction, one foot after the other. Um, and it's all to get attention. You know, when you look at Second Peter 3, 9, it says the Lord isn't really being slow about his promise, as some people think. No, he is being patient for your sake. He does not want anyone to be destroyed, but wants everyone to repent. These things that you're seeing, the economy, the viruses, the shortages, the droughts, the disasters, well... <laughs> Now you see the storms that have been ramping up. I mean, there was the Texas ice storm. I mean, you can we can debate all day long whether or not that was engineered. I just I find the timing of it interesting, and I find all the energy shutdowns interesting because that was starting around that time. And I got a revelation on that in January that there would be scandals concerning energy. And so, isn't it interesting that happened shortly thereafter? And now we're then there was the pipeline shutdowns, and now there's rumors about the electric grid going down. I mean, yeah, uh, the, the, a big the, one now is the hacking. Yeah, the hacking, the signs are, it's bam, 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 bam. And still, well, I just want my normalcy. If I take my vaccine, I'm going to get my bonus. The vaccine, this is definitely the beginning of the mark of the beast. The, if you can't, if you don't get the vaccine, then it's like, you know, you can't get into a concert you can't get into a sporting event. You know, you might not be able to go to the grocery store. You know, you had it before where it's like, you know, you don't wear a mask. You can't get into the store. I mean, everybody had everybody uh, obliged, right? They're all putting on their masks so they could walk in. Even though technically you didn't have to wear a mask, you could just walk right in. No one say anything. But people thought they had to listen, right? So they're going to get their vaccine just so they can get in the store. Tell that story about when you and your, when you guys went to go get the mattress. Cause I told some, I told a friend about that and he couldn't, he was like, wow, you know, that's unbelievable. Considering you live in Florida where Rhonda Santos is like restricting all these mandates. Yeah. Yeah. We were, uh, we're mattress shopping and we went into um, this mattress store and uh, we'd already been there once and we, uh, we wanted to go back and check something else out. So we walk in and it was a different manager than the first time. The first time it was this guy that we were with and he didn't seem to care about masks and he wasn't wearing one himself. It was all great. It was a good experience. And then um, the second time we went back, it was a different manager. We walk in and he's like, uh, have you guys been vaccinated? And we were like, no. And he's like, well, I'm going to have to ask you to put a mask on. And we were like, Oh, um, well, I guess we'll just go then. And he's like, bye. And we're like, well, bye. So, I mean, it's like, bye it's too. Kind of crazy. Like, it's I'll take my business somewhere else. And I know the door won't hit me in the butt on the way out. Right. And it's like, you figure like that you're losing 
potential thousands of dollars if you're treating people like that? I mean, what what even like you're going to ask people about their medical history when they're going bed shopping? It's like he has no right, you know. But this is where people are at. The fear has them controlled. They're just so run by fear. And it, what it does is, is just sapping your energy out of you. Because this is where your energy is getting focused on. This getting sapped out of you. It's getting sucked away by these demons. By and, these it's always, and it always wants more. Evil never quits. It always wants more. And that's the thing. It's the clamoring for anything that's normal. And then it's you notice it's always one thing after another. You know, the powers that be say jump. And the average person says, how high? Yep. So, you know, this is part of seeing these things. It's like there's never appeasing these people. There's, it's always going to be one more restriction, even after, yeah. you, even after you obey, quote unquote, as they call it. Because that's, you know, they want people to conform and they want obedience. And then, you know, I, I've heard churches talk, uh, quoting Romans 13 and the law and all this. It's like, no, you're not supposed to go against the law of the word. And when these things are contradictory to the word and, you know, they're covering up, you know, God's image. They're covering, they're trying to remove God from the churches. They were persecuting the pastors during the lockdowns. You notice that was the first thing. Oh, they left, they left the porn shops and the alcohol stores and the abortion clinics open, but churches had to shut down and pastors got arrested if they dared had a congregation meet of like more than like, oh, I don't know, 20 people. Yes. Well, this is Satan's way of taking over fully. Um, the, the vaccine is the, the, the last part of it. I mean, this is the, the, all the preparatory process. I mean, never before have we seen all countries on earth um, on board with this. Um, the way I see it playing out is basically the 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 hypodermic needle will probably fail um, because it's like, is it really possible to jab everybody? You know, um, I, I see it as. It's, this is how quantum dot with their micro needle patch will get on everybody and they'll use the 5g signals and you've seen the magnet you, you've seen the videos of the magnetics now yep. now now it's spreading to people's heads in their chest yep i saw some new now, ones last night and i'm like i don't i want to send these out sometimes and i'm like i don't even want to because i know that who, when i share them it's like i have to then i i, I don't want to be <laughs> given the silent treatment because i'm scaring people it's like well i'm not scaring people i'm trying to make people aware it's like i'm i don't mean to inadvertently scare anyway but you got to see this because this is literally what they're doing and i don't think it's with everybody i i suspect there's placebos and then i suspect in others they're testing it Right. No, exactly. It's um, it, it, let's not be f fearful about this, but it is good to be aware and knowledgeable, mostly because we have to get the word out and people people must understand the times that we are in. And that and, you know, when we were talking earlier about the disclosure stuff, you know, and what I was telling you, what I read that Obama had said and, you know, not to say, well, it's Obama. Ugh, I don't want to hear it. It's like, well, you should pay attention. It doesn't matter whether you like the guy or not, you know clearly evil agenda he's been part of it for a while now he's part of the globalist team but you know it makes me wonder not only are they going to stage some sort of an invasion but are they going to try to stage a fake return of jesus because the lord said jesus said when you look at mark 13 verse 5 and jesus answering them began to say take heed that no one deceives you for many will come in my name saying i am he and will deceive many so yep. what does that tell you right there? They are going to try to stage something. And those who are not aware, 
and thinking, oh, well, I'm just going to get, you know, I'm going to quickly get raptured out of here. The Lord's going to come for his people. If they're trying to tell you, oh, we'll come here and, you know, we'll take you to him. And it's like, these are the things you got to be aware of. Yeah, the ones that refuse to go along with this and go against the grain, I mean, that is God's people. That's likely the remnant once this is all over. Yep. Because all the earthquakes, the famines, the diseases, and the war- rumors of wars and all that, that's just the beginning of sorrows. Because if you go on the verse 9, but watch for, out for yourselves, for they will deliver you up to councils, and you will be beaten in the synagogues. You will be brought before rulers and kings for my sake, for a testimony to them. Yep. You know, another note on this, um, the, the magnet thing going on with the vaccines. Now, let's bear in mind that with what we talked about earlier, with the metal particulates, these nanoparticles that are put into the atmosphere that are, you know, metals. Uh, just imagine that using the, the 5G networks used through Elon Musk's satellites, you know, everybody's got a bunch of praise for Elon Musk's like, oh, pioneer, you know, he's making all this great stuff happen for humanity. Because he just wants, about- he wants the whole earth covered from end to end with internet. It's like, and then I, I've, I've seen on tech forums, oh, it's going to be so great. I'll have the highest, fastest speed internet and I can live in the middle of nowhere. It's like, that ain't for you to have fast internet and stream Netflix all day. I got news for you. That is to track and trace everything that moves. Yes. Track and trace everything that moves. Nothing will be free. Everything will be watched. And based on a social credit score. Yes. Well, what's going to happen is, you know, they'll... Um, this is how the 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 great reset's going to happen. I mean, really, you figure that the economy will crash, and pretty much they'll use this uh, this blockchain to merge the vaccine through these. Uh, I guess through the. I guess it's an ultimate B system is the best way to describe it. Is that the blockchain currency will merge with everything? It'll be your social credit score your medical records, your food allotment, you know, everything about you. You'll have to you'll have to scan something or whatever to get online. I mean everything it'll be tracked and traced. Yep. And you know, this is why you know, we try to tell people where things are cuz you know to continue on in Mark 13. Whatever I tell you in the dark speak in the light and what you hear in the ear preach on the housetops and do not fear those who kill the body but cannot kill you the soul, but rather fear him who is able to destroy both body and soul in hell. So you take that mark and you keep clamoring for normalcy. That's a warning that Jesus gave right there to be aware of these things and to know the times, you know, he gave the parable of the fig tree. Yep. Well, you figured people are going to, how are people going to respond to this? I mean, you need to look what's in your heart, you know, I mean, we're about to hit some of the toughest times. It's something that most people haven't even thought about, you know, how are you going to feed your kids? Yeah, and then that's why wisdom, you know, Proverbs one twenty, wisdom calls aloud outside. She raises her voice in open squares. Well, there's so many people out there, and I've been doing this since you know 2010, and nobody's paying attention. If they think, ho oh, oh, ho oh, ho, very funny, Ray, go put the tinfoil hat on. It's like, yeah, you'll want your whole body covered in tinfoil if you knew where things were going. Yeah, I get that a lot too. Oh, Ian's crazy. You know, he doesn't know what he's talking about. It's like, let's not, 
let's not trust the guy that's been passionately curious and obsessed with this stuff for the last, I don't know, 10, 15 years. Let's, let's just turn on the TV and just uh, believe what they're saying. And I remember when uh, you had come out to visit me one time um, and you had said that, cause I had a, I had had a issue with anxiety going on at the time. And I remember you saying, uh, you know, oh, are you sure it's not because of the things you're listening to? And I said, it's going to be initial shock to anybody when they wake up. I mean, even people I've told things to, there's always going to be that feeling of over being overwhelmed. And then when you try to tell others about it, because you're trying to wake them up as well, and they don't want to hear it, they want to continue on. And like, you know, you remember my uh, a good friend I had when I moved and she was helping us move that day. Mm-hmm. And I've tried to tell her, I'm not going to mention names, but I've tried, I've tried to tell her things because she's got a little girl and I care about her daughter and I care about her and she just doesn't, for whatever reason, answer when I try to tell her things. It's like, she doesn't have much to say. It's like, you're, you're hitting dead ends. You know, I've tried to explain things before and it's almost like everything I said when I went in one ear and out the other. Yeah, it's uh, and it and it really makes you wonder, you know, because um, like we were talking about with um, this satanic agenda with uh, predictive programming as far as uh, you know concerts and half halftime shows and stuff. I mean, it's the same with movies and TV shows. You you think that uh, Walking Dead is something so far from from normal? I mean, you don't know what they're what you're putting into your body with this vaccine, what you could turn into. I mean, you could be a zombie. Uh, I mean, just imagine if they send signals to your body through this this system that's covered the whole entire Earth. And you think, oh, that's not possible. Well, (laughs) I mean, put. Put, put, connect the dots. They've already been studying for years frequencies that will manipulate the mood. It can make you tired. It can make you happy. It can make you angry. Absolutely. They've been doing it with food and water for, for, for centuries. Yeah, and we don't even know everything that's in the food. People think that, oh, well, I, I eat organic, so I'm okay. All right, but, you know, it was actually coming out a few years ago that it was found that actually there was more certain things in organic food than there was in the regular food supply. I don't know if you heard about that. I think I'm pretty sure you did because you, yeah, fo- I did. And you that, follow that, a lot that's of the, another point to bring up. Yeah. You follow a lot of the same sources I do. Absolutely. Yeah. That, that brings up another point is I, I was listening to this on the Mike Adams show. It's like, he was kind of uh, making fun of people because it's like, you know, they're, they're so concerned with what they're putting in their bodies these days. Oh, I need to eat all natural organic you know, they really care about, you know, taking care of themselves. And it's like, that's great. But then they'll go blindly take the vaccine. Yeah, you're essentially undoing everything that you just worked so hard to maintain. Right. We are the temple. Our body is the temple of God, you know. Amen. He who is in me is greater than he who is in the world, right? You know, it's like, so we're going to, we're going to, uh, destroy this temple we're gonna but you try to have a sound voice and you try to you know give people the wisdom that you have even if they don't want to look it's like okay fine you don't want to look at it here i did the i did the homework for you here's what the word says but don't take my word for it you really should look into it well i don't have time for that that's too long yep it takes uh 
too much effort, too much effort to look into any of this. You know, I send people things. I'm like, Hey, check this out. This is important information. They, they don't care. They don't want to look, but you know, they'll have no problem uh, playing video games. I want to look at the cat video. Or, I want to look at the videos on YouTube of the cat in the tree. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it comes down to a certain point, you know, you have to pay attention to what's happening and you have to understand that these things are happening all around. And it's like, I, I've said many times, what's it going to take? What is it going to take for people to see it? And I'll sit here and I cry out to the Lord about it. What's it going to take? I don't understand what it's going to take. How many more events do people have to go through to understand where things are? Yeah. So you took the photos and you shared about those earlier. And then what was the dream? You had one with, um, you said your daughter, I believe it was, was in it. Yeah. So this was a, this was a big one. Um, this, this took place last year, maybe I'd say March or April last year. So 2020, right, right when the pandemic started happening, I don't remember exactly what was causing it, but it was some kind of catastrophe going on. Basically could have been pertainable to, uh, the end times, you know, some kind of, uh, cataclysm, earthquakes, volcanoes going off. It was chaos. Um, I was carrying cadence. Um, you know, for those that don't know, cadence is my youngest daughter. She's, um, not even two years old. She'll be two in October. Um, but she's been my pride and joy, you know, um, waking up in the morning and looking at her, you know, that's what keeps me going. Um, her, her middle name is faith. And you know, that takes me to, you you never told me that. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Cadence faith Bergman. Wow. And that, that speaks to me a lot because, you know, when we were in the hospital, when she was born, it's like we, we kind of had a hard time. A lot, a lot of parents have this problem deciding what her name was going to be. And we kind of had Cadence narrowed down. But as far as a middle name, we weren't sure. And so Lindsay just all of a sudden was like, well, how about Faith? And I was like, man, that's perfect. That's great. And no, isn't it? And so I just feel like. I looking at her gives me the, the representation of God's grace in my life, you know, and one of my favorite Bible verses that I'd like to share is Ephesians two verse eight and is for it is by grace. You have been saved through faith and this is not of yourselves. It is a gift from God. Amen. And so it's like, I look at her and I just think about how God's grace has been put over me in particular in our family. And she's just, uh, just this, the shining light. And you went you through, a, and you went through your wilderness experience too. Oh, absolutely. And I think I mean, part we were, of, and I think part of that was you waking up to everything and then realizing a lot of things in your life, just like I had to do. No, exactly. And you know, and it's like, I have, this cadence is the fourth kid now. It's not like, um, you know, I, I didn't have those same feelings with the other three, but it's like, I didn't appreciate, you know, the gift that had truly been bestowed upon me. And that's, that's really, that's really been coming on to me in the last couple of years. 
God causes all things to work together for good. Romans eight twenty eight. Right. hundred percent. Amen. So I had a dream anyway. Let me get back to the dream. Um, basically, I was carrying cadence and it, it was all this cataclysm and, and chaos going on. And it was just me and her. And I don't know where anyone else was. But I remember, like, for whatever reason, I couldn't go on. And I had to hand her off to somebody. And I don't remember, like the dream didn't show me who I was handing her to. It was like, um, it was open for interpretation, you know? And the more I thought about it was like, it's not who I'm handing her to. But it's more like, if I don't do the things that God is calling me to do, then I'm giving my faith away. Or it's almost like carrying my faith through the fire and flames. That's how I took it. A sense of disobedience. Right. But it's like even now, you know, there's, there's these fire and flames and chaos going all around us figuratively speaking obviously but maybe soon literally speaking and people are going to be fearful and running through their lives and not not knowing what to do but you need to let faith carry you through it's going to be very very important as to what you know we're going through now it's and people say you know they're like well how do i know i don't like faith is just it's 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 just blindly believing people have a hard time with this but you know uh, hebrews 11 verse 1 now faith is the substance of things hoped for the evidence of things not seen you must believe that's the only way the only way is to take a leap of faith and in times coming when you can't get certain things and your lifestyle is brought down low you're going to have to have faith to get you through these times coming because he endures he who endures until the end shall be saved and that Amen. means you know that means don't trade your birthright and and I'm actually writing a piece on this right now I'm writing on uh, the bread and uh the foundations because I feel I've I've been feeling led for the past 2 or 3 weeks to write about this because I see how important it is and it all ties together to everything that I'm talking about. Right. Once everything started to kind of go down last year with COVID and you know the crisis around the country. Um I did you know obviously like getting closer to the Lord, you know, like I would ask, you know, hey, give me a sign. Give me give me some kind of signal something. And what I started to do, you know, and this is just through research and reading the, reading the word. And uh, I, you know, I tried fasting because uh, I feel like separating yourself through fasting from the things of this world brings you closer to, to God. So I would go to bed on an empty stomach. And I feel like when that happened, that those are when I would have the most vivid dreams, especially these ones where I would re- remember. And sometimes I would ask, I'd stay up and I'd ask, I'd say, hey, give me a sign. I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready for 
for uh, uh, some kind of interpretation. I'm ready for a signal or something, and and sometimes it, they wouldn't come. I've but done then, that. I've I've admittedly done you, that. Not not. I haven't. Right. I kind of. Well, the fasts the fasts were kind of involuntary at the, when I was in the wilderness, but. I would uh, I would just confess I'm you know Lord I'm waiting I'm ready to hear you whenever you're ready to speak to me, and right. Sometimes I would get something and sometimes I would get it would be a while and then he would give things in between you know the, he he'll tend to give them when I'm not expecting them I've noticed but I do ask Ex- like if I keep exactly pray, like exactly. if I keep praying for a revelation on something uh, you know I uh I I will normally get it I just have to wait it's about being patient. Right. I just want to point that out, you know, and I mean, if, you know, fasting has, is something that, look, it's, it, you know, it has a lot of proven health benefits as well. You know, I mean, people will uh, naturally, you know, when you fast, you're you're refraining from, uh, you know, partaking. Right. And, and in doing that, uh, it actually gives you more energy, get things done more throughout your day. Uh, your brain works better. And it's like, this was like from way back in the day, you know, we would, as, you know, human beings, you know, before, you know, agriculture and farming were, you know, as advanced, uh, you know, you would be hungry. So you would be more opt to get out there to find food. And then when you would, then, you know, it would obviously uh, make you tired, you know. That is a good point. It can be from no, exactly. You know, it doesn't have to always be food, although most people know it as being food, right? So this other dream that I had uh, that I wanted to share, it was um, this was an interesting one because, and it, this really stayed with me. And at first, I didn't know how to break it down, but you know, just you know, thinking on it and praying on it it kind of like, it became more clear to me. So basically what, what it was, was I was in a, a restaurant and it was kind of like, you know, I'm waiting in line and there was some people in front of me and I was with an old coworker and, uh, his name, the guy I was with, his name was Ronell. He, uh, Ronell was always like very proud of himself. He was always like, Oh, look at me. He was real into like his vanity and his ego and, you know, very quick to judge others. And so I feel like, um, that in and of itself is, was very symbolic in him being in the dream. So it was me and him and we're waiting in line. And it was like, there was people in front of us And it was like, I can't recall what it was about them, but I was looking at them and I was saying things to Ronell like, oh, look at them. Like maybe they were overweight or, you know, this or that, something about what they, the way they looked. Right. And he looked at me and this is something that he wouldn't have done in real life. Right. But he looked at me in the dream and he goes, it was kind of like, with his eyes, he was like, really, you're going to judge, like, look at you and you're going to look at, you're going to say something to these people or about these people. So it basically said to me that, you know, it's like even like the ultimate judge is God, you know, and 
I just feel like through through him, somebody who probably in my life has always been somebody with the biggest ego was somebody that in the dream told me, hey, you shouldn't be doing this. You know, this is this is for maybe for me and me alone. But again, you know, with uh, interesting. the Bible says, uh, do not judge lest ye be judged. So that that stayed with me too, and I've been mindful of that ever since then. We've been. I wrote a piece on that. Um, I, don't, I don't know if you visited my blog lately, but I've written a piece on that. Oh yeah, intermittently I always go and check. I check your blog. I'd say once, probably once a week, I check it. Yeah. It's just interesting because, and now ever since then, even you know, I find myself in. And it's like, and we all do it, right? It's 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 part of our fallen nature. You we know, need to be we lifting be each public. We need to be lifting each other up as Christians and encouraging each other. We we, we right. shouldn't be walking around saying, "Well, you just shouldn't do this and you just shouldn't do that." That is not the way to help encourage somebody. That just makes them feel worse because they've already had the conviction if they're reaching out. No, absolutely, absolutely. And everybody, look, everybody's dealing with their own things, and they they do need to be uplifted. But you can't walk around and be like, "This is what's wrong with you." You know, they know what's wrong with them. Everybody knows what they need to do to clean themselves up. They know, you know, it's, it's our job is to live properly through Christ. And, you know, our, our hope is anyway that they can see that and it can propel, that light can propel itself onto others like ripples in a pond, you know. Right. You set a good example. Exactly. And by the way, that's the golden rule. And we were taught that as kids growing up, do unto others as you would have done unto you. Treat people how you would want to be treated. Right. And how quickly we get away from that, you know? Well, you go out into the world and you have other influences around you, whether, you know, it's just media or society in general, and you try to fit in because you think that that's going to somehow benefit you. But right. that, but it, it doesn't always work that way. It does. That's not always the best thing for you is going along with the flow, going along with the crowd. And you know that I didn't really ever have a lot of friends. I was always more of a loner because I didn't go along with the crowd. And then the one time I did in my twenties, like when I was into the clubs and going out to downtown to go, you know. I did that for like maybe three or four years, and then that was all I needed to see what that was about. Yep. Yeah, I just I feel like, you know, it's just um, it's one of those things that it was a message given to me that has really helped me because, you know, ever since that dream, it has I have you you'll you'll, you'll catch yourself doing it. You know, I'll see I'll see somebody in public or I'll see whatever it be at work or whatever. And it's like, you know, I'll have my 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 judgments in my mind. And I'm like, now, now. You know, let's not get ahead of myself here. Let's just like let me, you know, just uh, let it be. There's one thing uh, that you can. That... The one thing you can always do is keep that as part of your prayer and have the Lord help you to realize when you're doing it. So the more you catch yourself doing it, the better you're going to get about being of repentance where that's concerned. Oh, absolutely, yeah, yeah. And I just thought it was it was really interesting because you know. Um, who better to relay this to me in a dream than somebody who, 
who once upon a time I knew, I don't know Ronell anymore. I don't, we, I have his number, but we don't communicate or talk. Um, you just lost touch. That's all. Uh, but who better in a dream to communicate that to me than somebody who had a big head themselves, almost like, you know, like as, as, as big of an ego as he had him saying, Hey, this is not your place. That lines up with scripture so, too, where it says, how can you get the speck out of your, how can you get the speck out of your friend's eye if you can't get it out of your own eye? Yes. Yes. And that, by the way, uh, is in Matthew yeah. seven. If uh, anybody wants to look that up. That's right. Cause I was, I, I was going to say, I did have that. I was looking through the verses and I did read through that one. And I thought, I did, I didn't read, I already didn't write it down. So Math- like, oh. Matthew and seven. You, and then you said it. Yeah, Matthew seven verses one through five. Yeah, to, so to be referenced. Yeah, because I was looking, I was looking up somewhat, you know, because we were talking about judge, judgments earlier. Judge not. Oh, this is the ESV. I don't know like how it brings that up. Sometimes I when I sometimes when I'm referring to a verse really quick, I'll bring it up on a Bible Gateway, and it likes to throw at me the NIV and the ESV, which are not usually the versions I like to use. Right, they're they, changing them. You know, not I, good. I, you not know, good. I have wondered if they are in the process of trying to uh, rearrange things and pull certain verses out like, Oh, that wasn't in the, that wasn't in the Bible. It's like, well, that doesn't matter. You can pull it out all you want. Cause I've got a hard copy sitting here. Yeah, absolutely. I picked well, up, I, mean, I picked up know, an, a, I picked up the, an audio Bible uh, from eBay for like 25 bucks. I mean, normally these go for like $80 brand new. Had yeah. it, sh- had it shipped in from Illinois. And I recommend everybody even have one of those because I'm what I'm in the process of doing is putting them all to MP3. Because anything online, right, that's cool. Because any and there, it's 80 CDs, so it's a it's a project in and of itself. But anything online can be altered. But going back to Matthew seven, judge not that you not be judged. For with that judgment you judge, you will be judged. And with the measure you use, it will be measured back to you. And why do you look at the speck in your brother's eye, but do not consider the plank in your own eye? Or how can you say to your brother, let me remove the speck from your eye? And look, a plank is in your own eye. Hypocrite. First remove the plank from your own eye, and then you will see clearly to remove the speck from your brother's eye. Yep. There it is. You know, and you were talking about things being changed in the Bible and you know, there it's, there's known to that, that books have been removed and, you know, it's interesting how it's always spoken about uh, the book of Enoch, you know, that's not part of scripture, but it's widely uh, believed to that. It should be part of scripture, you know, in the story where, you know, uh, of the watchers and, you know, how exactly they uh, followed Lucifer and how they did indeed fall which we were talking about earlier with the Nephilim and, you know, when you brought that up, but it's like, you know, people read the Bible, but they don't get that story. They don't get that part of it, you know, and exactly like what they taught mankind and what they did. Part of, uh, this medical experiment, there is a, I think it's the program of it is called Luf- Luciferase or something I've heard. Have you heard of that? Oh, really? Yeah. No. Yeah. It's part. Of, it's it's part of the technology that they're using to track everybody and, and bring on the transhumanism, and we were talking about that earlier. So I, I forgot had forgot to uh, mention that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's all wordplay. You know, it's uh, really it's it's witchcraft at its greatest. It is witchcraft, and so because, is the so is the spirit of, of fear and manipulation. Yep. Did you have anything else that you wanted to add, or 
tell the listeners in closing? If something that you're doing is solely for yourself and it doesn't give you the joy that you truly want, then there's something that has to be said about that. Uh, Proverbs 16, uh, pride goes before destruction, a haughty spirit before a fall. Uh, Proverbs 11, when pride comes, then comes disgrace, but with humility comes wisdom. Amen. There is so much wisdom to be had in reading Proverbs. I mean, I read that recently on a podcast. I was, uh, it was called The Wisdom of Letting Go, which also is tied to all this for what we were talking about earlier, you know, with letting go of the things of the earth because they're soon to change. And you don't want to be caught holding on to those things. And Proverbs offers a lot of guiding wisdom, you know, that comes from God directly that he's telling you, here are the ABCs of life. This is how you should live your life. Mm-hmm. And especially treating others as you would want to be treated. Selfless. Selfless. And, you know, we've seen a lot of that since uh, the pandemic began. Uh, you know, it, a lot of people are being separated because they're more because of their fear. They're they're clamoring more for what benefits them than those around mm-hmm. them. They're not thinking about others and they're not thinking about where it's all leading. And then there is I the, think that I'm sorry. Oh, go ahead. Well, then there's the, that's the value of having wisdom to st- to stand back and take everything in and have a rational and calm mind. And you can only do and, and the best way to have that is through the spirit of Christ. Yep, Christ is the best that a man can be. And we must constantly strive to do everything we can to be as much like him as possible. That's all said right there. And you did you have another proverb you were going to read? I didn't have another proverb, but um, the last one I wanted to read is another good way to decide, again, you know, is this right for me or is this or is this Satan's plan? Isaiah 14, verse 12, how you have fallen from heaven, morning star, son of the dawn. You have been cast down to the earth. You said in your heart, I will ascend to the heavens. I will raise my throne above the stars of God. I will sit enthroned on the mount of the assembly. I will ascend above the tops of the clouds. I will myself like be or be like the most high. So right there. Well, that's I, that's I, 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 me, me, me. And that's exactly what the elites are doing. And they're trying to promise that the people, but people don't understand it's in exchange for their soul. Yeah. And what they don't understand is actually there. There's, they, you know, there's, they want the population down to a certain degree, a certain number. They're not going to allow, yeah. even in a, even if you believe that, like you're going to have this technology that's going to make you live forever. I mean, didn't you say something about somebody at work, how they said, oh, well, see, I can eat potato chips and pizzas all day long. And what was that you were telling me about somebody you worked with saying that? Oh, yeah. Uh, it was like this one guy was like. He was like, oh, you're going to, you're going to like focus on, you know, being healthy and taking care of yourself and all this. And he's like, what's the point? 
he's like, I'll just wait until I can be a, a robot and then I'll be stronger than you. It's like, wow. Yeah, because he has no idea from all the video games he plays that they're actually tying transhumanism into all this. Well, and it, he's a, he is. He's a big video gamer. You know, he's into all that. And um, he says, well, he's like, yeah, man, he's like, I'll, I'll just get a robot arm in place of my regular arms. He's like, and I'll be able to lift a lot heavier things than you can lift. And you've been working out your whole life. You remember that movie from years ago called Gamer? We were talking about predictive programming earlier. And there was that big obese guy, and he was playing uh, video games, and he was, like, connected through the cloud to, like, a reality, an alternate reality, where he could yeah. do whatever he wanted. And, you know, the movie's very graphic and explicit, you know, and it's violent, and it's got a lot of sexuality in it, but it's it shows what they want to do. And how did they end up achieving that? They breathe smart dust. Yep. Now think about that. What's in the air? And what's in your body? What are they spraying? With that vaccine. And what are they spraying? We were talking about that earlier, how we opened the show. So, you know, we could go on and on and on, you know, but it just just goes to show you these are the things to be aware of. And it might sound crazy and like it may not fit, but uh, they've got the patents on it. On all this smart technology, including, you know, making people one with machines. Right, and them, ha- them having the patents on it means that if this technology is in you, then they own you. Another good one is uh, The Matrix. No one really understood, you know, when The Matrix came out, you know, you couldn't fathom, uh, you know, uh, us being plugged in. And uh, the real runners are the machines that at that time, you know, I guess this is far off in the future. Who knows what year it is, Right. But machines are running the show. Well, and, I remember you know, humanity. The ones who are unplugged are fighting for their lives because it's like they're the remnant of they're the last remnant of human beings on Earth. And it's like, well, think about that. They're unplugged. Would that be the same as us being the ones that are unvaxed? And it was interesting. They tried to tie a lot of biblical things in there to confuse people. But what people didn't realize is that the ship that they were on was called the Nebuchadnezzar. Hmm, now, where have I heard that name before? Yep. And Babylon. Then, and then Babylon was where they lived. I mean, and then, you know, they were doing having all kinds of crazy par- parties like Sodom and Gomorrah and almost, you know, the way it was shown in the film. And I remember when I saw that film back in 1999, I went to the movies with a group of friends and on the way back from the theater, I remember them being like, oh, that was so neat. That was so cool. Oh, oh, it would be so cool to plug your head into something and download how to do jitsu and stuff like that. And I thought, yeah, soon we'll be there. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I was sitting there just being quiet. Oh, Ray, you haven't really said much. It's like, you have no idea what they're planning, do you? Even yeah, this is coming. I mean, even back then, I, I realized there was something to it, even though we weren't there technologically yet. But they were, they were probably developing things back then we didn't know about. I'm sure they were. Yep. You couldn't have everything you have today just within 20 years. Come on. RoboCop, Terminator. I mean, you see these Boston Dynamics videos of robots jumping up on tables, and then they can turn around and do a backflip off the table. And now you got, like, robot dogs that are actually active duty. They're starting to be used. They're rolling them out now up in uh, downtown area cities. And, um, I mean, they <laughs> That's that's this this Terminator, you know. What was that website you were sharing with me last night? It looked like something about um, 
becoming one with everything. What was that? Uh, I heard of that on um, a podcast, and uh, what was it? Portals. Yeah, it's uh, it's portalcities.org. And it's interesting because if you watch the video at the end, it shows like this little like a line going from one city to another to another to another. It looks like it's coming from the CERN location and it's showing these like these portals where people can like look through a portal or a Stargate into another city. There's like another family in another city and they're looking into a Stargate where they're at. So basically, I mean, it's kind of like what we have now with our phones, except you're talking about, you know, just something bigger to where you can like see more through it. Probably, again, it's going to be used uh, with 5G or who knows, even uh, 6G. And then also, I mean, who knows if, you know, at some point in time, um, you'll be able to step through the Stargate and, you know, go from one city to another just right through a portal portalcities.org they are playing with fire right so let me ask you this if we can step through a portal then what else can step through a portal that was the other photo that was the photo the other photo you sent to me that looked like there was something coming down from the sky yes and that's, that's the, what that's why i took it that was the one we hadn't covered yet and in that I mean, somebody might look at that and say, well, that could be a water spout. It's like, well, no, because you said yourself there was no strange weather. No, it, was, it wasn't a water spout. No, it wasn't. Because water spouts move, and, I mean, that was – it looked like a single – it looked like sort of a chemtrail, but it wasn't It wasn't white, number one, which every chemtrail I've ever seen in my entire life is white. And They don't spray when it, the clouds are already there. No, right, and it was going vertical completely vertical where chemtrails are going usually across the sky. So that was something like I had never seen. So it's like, is something getting shot down to the earth with something getting shot up? Well, did you hear about that volcano incident in Indonesia? There was this green beam that was going down into it. No, I didn't. Yeah. In Indonesia, there was a volcano and out of all places, and they said it was a comet. And here's what's interesting. Out of all places, a comet could go. It was going directly down into the volcano. Right. Imagine that. Oh, yeah. Just that's a coincidence. Now, could it be? Sure. I mean, anything's possible in this day. I mean, who knows? Nothing surprises me anymore, but we have to be able to discern what's from God and what isn't, because I do believe that they have weapons they can use. Well, again, you know, a comet, it could have been part of that dragon's tail, like that we're about to pass through. Yeah. Well, Ian, this has been a very informative and powerful discussion, and thank you for coming on the show today. I hope Absolutely. That, you know, I hope that this offers some uh, wisdom as to where things truly are and what they have planned for everyone, or what they're trying to plan, even though they know that a lot of us aren't going to go along with it, but they're making contingencies for that as well. Yep. No, I really enjoyed it. Uh, we'll have to definitely do this again. Uh, maybe I'll be better at not bumbling over my words next time. <laughs> well, that's that's to be given. I mean, I, I'm I'm not perfect. None of us are perfect. You know, we're we're all human. But all right, yep. brother. It just I figure uh, some of the people that hear this maybe uh, maybe will look at things in a different light. Yeah. 
And listeners, we thank you for tuning into this episode of Innocence Redeemed. And I pray that what we've said here will have you look into the words. I will be posting um, the verses as well as the uh, photos that we were talking about and any other uh, sites like the, what he just mentioned with portal.org. I'll put, put that up so you can see that it really is real. And this is what this is the kind of stuff they're planning. Ian, do you have any closing thoughts? No, I, you know, I, I would just say, um, you know, get right with God. Um, you know, if you've always, uh, Amen. you know, if you've always thought about, you know, hey, I know that godliness is in me, but I need to truly find a way to to manifest him in my life. He's right there in front of you. All you have to do is make that step. If something you're doing in your life, it's, you know, it's, it's telling you to... Uh, to, to not be doing it listen to that voice it's right there yeah and romans ten thirteen, we can tie to that too for everyone who calls on the name of the lord will be saved oh that's a good one and acts two twenty one, and everyone who calls on the name of the lord will be saved so you know going back to faith faith is what you're going to need getting through these times and everybody's been looking for answers to find out where things are and i try to contribute that as best as i can ian thank you for coming on the show absolutely it's been great and everyone have a great week thank you for listening jesus bless you